Good morning, everyone, and welcome here to Essex Church, home of Kensington Unitarians. Whether you're here for the first time, a returning or first visitor, a listener on the podcast, or have your spiritual home here, welcome. For those of you who don't know me, I'm Janine, Janine Powell, and I'm a member of this congregation. And I'll be leading today's service as our minister, Sarah, is away, but she'll be back next week. Our opening words by Rebecca Edmonston Lange invites us, all of us, to come in, come into this place which we make holy by our presence. Come in with all your vulnerabilities and strengths, fears and anxieties, loves and hopes. For here you need not hide, nor pretend, nor be anything other than who you are and are called to be. Come into this place where we can touch and be touched, heal and be healed, forgive and be forgiven. Come into this place where the ordinary is sanctified, the human is celebrated, the compassionate is expected. Come into this place. Together, we make it holy. As we light our chalice this morning, our symbol of our liberal and inclusive faith, we take time to acknowledge the vulnerabilities in life and and the vulnerabilities within ourselves and each other. Tuesday, this coming Tuesday, is World Mental Health Day. And this year, it's focusing on people's mental health and well-being in their workplace. So as we light our chalice, may it not only be for those who struggle with differing levels of mental distress, but also for people, organisations and establishments who help to support people who are feeling distress in various different ways. We're going to have a story now which Brian kindly is going to read for us. This this is one of Aesop's many fables, which you may know, and tells us that no act of kindness, no matter how small, is ever wasted. It's the lion and the mouse. One day, a small mouse crept up to a sleeping lion. The mouse admired the lion's ears, his long whiskers and his great mane. Since he's sleeping, thought the mouse, He'll never suspect I'm here. And with that, the little mouse climbed up onto the lion's tail, ran across his back 
slid down its leg and jumped off its paw. The lion awoke and quickly caught the mouse between its claws. Please, said the mouse, let me go and I'll come back and help you someday. The lion laughed. You're so small, how could you ever help me? The lion laughed so hard he had to hold his belly. The mouse jumped to freedom and ran until she was far, far away. The next day, two hunters came to the jungle. They went to the lion's lair. They set a huge rope snare. When the lion came home that night, he stepped into the trap. He roared, he wept, but he couldn't pull himself free. The mouse heard the lion's pitiful roar and came back to help him. She eyed the trap and noticed the one thick rope that held it together. She began nibbling and nibbling until the rope broke. The lion was able to shake off the other ropes that held it tight. He stood up free again. The lion turned to the mouse and said, Dear friend, I was foolish to ridicule you for being small. You helped me by saving my life after all. So let's turn within as we join in a time of prayer and reflection. Great mystery, spirit of life and love, here in this space we are gathered, called to do our part in weaving a web of human community. Here in this space, some of us have come in turmoil and pain, holding concerns from their own lives or from the life of the wider world. May we pause for a moment and hold gently all the worries and sadnesses, named and unnamed, that are gathered in this room today. And in the complexities of community, it is right that in this space we have come with joy bubbling in our hearts. May we rejoice together, remembering the wisdom that says joys are multiplied when shared. May we remember times of gratitude for warmth, thankfulness, for sunshine, appreciation for the simple tasks, tastes of whatever food our lives and bodies let us choose. Here in this space, we are called to weave the web of human community, 
May we pause for a moment and in our silence remember at least one blessing, one joy, no matter how small, that has touched our lives this week. May our shared silence be a blessing on our hearts, on this community, and may this blessing extend outward to grace the wider world. Amen. A slight change to your order of service now. Um, we were going to have a hymn but we're going to have a reading first and then we're going to follow that with the hymn. And this reading, um, as part of this service, I was looking on values.com. Um, it's a site that gathers together stories um, which of, that people submit, um, which point to values that they've been living out in their lives. Um, and this, was submitted anonymously and it is about the value of paying it forward. One summer I was really having a tough time. My husband had left me, I was broke and diagnosed with a serious medical condition. While I had a job, I was barely making ends meet and I didn't have enough to get the prescription I needed filled. I decided to attend a women's meeting and when we broke into small groups to share what was going on in our lives, I just broke down sobbing. I told my group what was going on, cried for a while and then felt a little better. After the meeting was over, one of the ladies handed me a $20 bill to get my prescription. Another lady named Justine asked me to walk with her to her car where she wrote out a cheque for $100. I was so blown away. I didn't have words to express my gratitude and she asked me not to pay her back and said she wished that it was more. I hugged her and have always remembered her fondly. At that moment, I vowed to pass it on. Though I didn't know how or when, several times I met people that I considered paying it forward to but just didn't have the extra hundred dollars. Fast forward five years. My life has improved considerably. I have a wonderful new boyfriend, a job I enjoy, a nice home, good health, loved ones. All is pretty well. 
As the holidays were approaching, my best friend confided in me that he was having a really hard time making ends meet. His salary covered the basics, but didn't leave much for extras. And he didn't know how he was going to buy presents for his three children at Christmas. And he was really stressed out about it. I didn't have much money, but I had a little bit in savings and I didn't really have to buy any presents for anyone, so I was planning to spend some money on gifts for myself. Out of the recesses of my mind came the idea to pay forward the kindness Justine had showed me. I thought about it and prayed about it and it felt right. I told him the story of that summer day and what Justine had done for me. I told him I wanted to pay it forward to him for Christmas and pay for the presents for his children. He was astounded but accepted. I felt gladdened that I could pass on the generosity that Justine had shared with me. I invite you now to take part in a responsive reading, which some of you may have heard before. And the words are on your insert sheet in your order of service. And I invite you to read the words in bold. Um, and the, the words, the sayings, are attributed to some well-known people. However, we won't say who, um, who said them. So after this responsive reading, it will lead us into a time of shared silence, um, which will be ended by a chime from our bell. I am only one person. How can I make a difference? You must be the change you wish to see in the world. I am only one person. Where would I start? It is the greatest of all mistakes to do nothing, because you can do little, do what you can. I am only one person. When could I find time to save the world? How wonderful it is that nobody need wait a single moment for starting to improve the world. I am only one person. Who could I help? If you can't feed a hundred people, then just feed one. I am only one person. What could I do? You give little to the So let's settle down now, getting comfortable and relaxed. Maybe listening to the sound of your breathing, softening your gaze and simply taking in the meditative stillness and silence here now.
We're going to start these thoughts of about paying it forward with a little exercise of lighting candles. You should all have been given a candle when you came in. Yeah. Has everyone got a candle? Or everyone who wants one? Have you got a candle, Harold? <laughs> no. Can we have a couple of, of candles? Um, and so you've got your candle. It should be in a holder. And in a moment, we're going to, I'm going to light just one candle. And then in turn, that person is going to light another candle and so on and so forth. And it doesn't have to be the candle of the person next to you. You can move around a bit, you can sit, you can stand, it's up to you. And whilst doing this, notice if you can any thoughts or feelings whilst waiting for your candle to be lit or think of the, the reasons why you chose to light the person's candle that you did or any thoughts or feelings you have when you have lit somebody else's candle. And when all the candles are lit, you hold our candles for a moment and I'll let you know when to blow them out. And I realise I don't have a candle, so can I have a candle too, please? I think that's everybody. Take a look at your candle flame for a moment and all the other candles that have been lit. And consider this saying attributed to Buddhist thinking which goes, a candle flame doesn't diminish by lighting a thousand other candles, as we've seen. Thank you for taking part in that. You can blow out your candle, but I do ask that you keep it held upright just for a few moments so that the candle doesn't drip all over the, the polished floor. A candle flame doesn't diminish by lighting a thousand other candles. And I suggest, so it is with kindness, through paying it forward. Some of you may have heard of this concept already, and for some of you, you're hearing about it for the first time. And although it's a topic like many services, which we could talk about all day and there are many implications and ways that it can impact but today we're just going to scratch the surface and hopefully over tea and coffee you may continue the conversation onwards. 
Paying It Forward starting, started as a fictional novel written by author Catherine Ryan Hyde and was turned into a film in the year 2000, and some of you may have read the book or seen the film. The story is about a 12-year-old boy in Las Vegas named Trevor McKinney, who set a school social science assignment to come up with an idea and later put that idea into action to change society for the better. And Trevor comes up with the plan for a goodwill chain. He helps three people, and instead of them paying him back, he tells them to pay it forward to three more people. His idea has mixed results as far as he can see, but after a while it turns out that it's spread to different states in America with people paying forward good deeds to others and telling them in turn to pass it on. Although a book and then a film, the main concept within it of paying good deeds forward instead of paying them back is catching on more and more in the real world. As Sarah mentioned last week, there is value in paying back a good deed or act of kindness to those who've shown it to us. But if that's all one's ever doing, it creates a closed loop of kindness, as it were. I give to you, you give to me. I give to you, you give to me, and back and forth. But what about others who could benefit from our help? Those who may not have done something for us to begin with. This is where the concept of paying it forward really comes in. We read a responsive reading earlier. I am only one person, what can I do? the reader asks, and the answers given are about doing what you can do. We are only one person, but if we do one thing and that's passed on, the benefits can affect so many. The quote on your order of service by Mother Teresa states, I alone cannot change the world but I can cast a stone across the waters to create many ripples. And this is what it's all about, about creating ripples which go far and wide, not just back to us directly. And then there's Pay It Forward Day. It's an annual day where the vision is to change the world one good deed at a time. And to date, people across 80 countries participate in doing between one to three random acts of kindness. And then, you've guessed it, ask people to pass it on. And there are other times and ways that this idea of passing things on are put in, into practice. Heading towards the Christmas season, and I know it's only October, I've seen mince pies on shelves and everything already, 
the Heading Towards Christmas One initiative that's being spread via social media is a reverse advent calendar. And instead of having an advent calendar, which we open every day and receive a treat of chocolate in or something else, we have a box instead which we fill with a food item each day. And then on Christmas Eve, the box, now full of 24 food items, is taken to a local food bank. And in the world of retail, Black Friday, where shoppers are given large discounts on goods, it's become a really huge phenomenon over the years. And what some companies are now doing is Give It Back Friday or Thanks For Giving campaigns and other things where a percentage of their profits from Black Friday go to charities. So in their way, they're passing it forward. One may critique participants and companies for focusing only on specific times to benefit others in this way. But it can be seen that these days provide a focused opportunity to put one's intention into action. And also may provide a, a start to an ongoing pay it forward strategy. For example, a person taking part in the reverse calendar may not be able to afford an extra food item every day for the whole year, but may commit to buying an extra item each time they do their weekly shop. As people and society need acts of generosity all year through, not just at designated times. During my visit to Watford Unitarians last week, we had a discussion and I heard about Liberty Tea Rooms in Hemel Hempstead. And they're a community-run and community-focused tea room which operates on an honesty box payment system. So instead of charging fixed prices for their food and drink, they ask for donations. In this way, the donations people give, can and do, also go towards another person's meal in the future. And in the discussion, I found out that some people who are homeless often go there for um, food and as their food has already been paid for. And of course, there's the reading I read earlier, where Justine's kind act to the anonymous writer inspired her in turn to pay it forward many years later. Although I've been focusing very much on food or money as a way to pay things forward, there are other things we can do to show acts of kindness to one another, as this short story for an unknown source illustrates. A little boy was late getting home one day. When he finally showed up, his worried mother asked, where have you been? The little boy explained, 
I stopped a friend to help a friend whose bicycle had broken down. But you don't know how to fix a bicycle, his mother said. That's true, replied the boy. But I stopped to be with him whilst he cried. Our time, a listening ear, a thoughtful word, showing some understanding are all acts of kindness. As Aesop's fable about the lion and the mouse reminded us, no act of kindness, no matter how small, is ever wasted. The smallest thing you do may be the biggest and most deeply felt for the receiver. Giving and receiving can all give rise to a multitude of thoughts and feelings, as some of you have, may have become aware of when we were lighting our candles at the beginning. But giving something, even just a flame light, as we did, didn't diminish what we originally had. It added to the greater whole and got to everyone via its own path, even splitting off into multiple paths. Just like our candles, kindness doesn't diminish when shared. Paying forward received acts of kindness where and when we can and asking others if they're willing to do the same has an impact on the receiver's lives and those of others too. Whether we spread our kindness daily, on specified occasions, ask others to pass it on or not. By doing acts of random kindness, we cast our own stone across the waters to create ripples and change the world one good deed at a time. So may it be. Amen. As our hour together begins to draw to an end, and again we turn towards the ordinariness of our lives, May we take the following words by James Morrison as a reminder with us into the days and weeks ahead. Within each of our hearts there is a most glorious light. Go forth and let its spark help you understand what troubles both you and others. Go forth and let its light of reason be a guide in your decisions. Go forth and bring its ray of hope to those in need of help in both body and spirit that they may find healing. Go forth and fan the flames of passion to help heal our world. Go forth and spread the warm glow of love, pushing back the darkness of the world. 
go forth and share your glorious light with the world. May you go in peace and blessed be. Amen. <laughs>